You're listening to the Backwoods Life Podcast. Hold on, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. What's up, everybody? It's the Backwoods Life Podcast, and I'm Michael Lee today. I'm running solo. This is gonna be a uh, basically a rundown catch up of what's been going on. I know we haven't rolled out a podcast in a few weeks, and we apologize for that. We had to take a little break. We had this thing called turkey season going on that was just wide open. We've been all over the place, and wow, have we had a heck of a turkey season. I think when the tally was totaled, final tally, if you will, we ended up with, I think, 21 gobblers that we shot on film, which is crazy, crazy for us. Um, I know there's guys out there probably do a lot more and a lot less, but that's a heck of a spring for us. I myself shot eight. Uh, seven of those were on video. My dad killed three or four on video. Kevin killed a couple on video. His, his dad killed a couple on video. His son killed two or three on video. Um, our buddy Chris Cooper killed a, uh, two or three, four on video. Our buddy Andy Rammer killed one on video with us. Like it just goes on and on. And that's really in three states. We hunted Florida, Georgia, and Texas. And that's our entire turkey season in a nutshell, which is crazy. We'll kick things off down in Florida. We um, went down, uh, my dad, myself, and our buddy Chris Cooper, we went down to North Florida, kicked things off with our buddy Jeremy Noble, and uh, we all killed one the first day. Dad, Chris, and I, all first day, we're done. <laughs> Packed up the next morning, came back home, got us a little bit done the next couple of days, went back down to Florida. Chris and I were hunting first morning. Boom, boom. We both we both shot our birds. So we, Chris and I both tagged out in Florida in two days, which is crazy. In two mornings, basically. Um, I, I don't even know. The birds were on fire. Calling worked great. They were, still had some hens with them, but it just seemed like we were at the right place at the right time. They wanted to play. They liked the decoys. Just everything worked out really good. And you can see some of these hunts already on YouTube on our Backwoods Beards episodes that have been rolling out on our Roku channel, Backwoods Life. You can see those those Florida hunts already. Right after that, Kevin took his dad and his son. Uh, they killed four in one morning down in Florida. Uh, his dad and his son doubled, or tripled, I even think. I think they killed three at one time. Four came in. Then a uh, single gobbler comes in later, and Kyler shot him. So there's like eight birds down in Florida in, in a week, which was a heck of a pace for us then we moved up here to georgia got things rolling there uh kicked that season off literally hunted one day we killed four gobblers opening day i started off off the roost opening morning we were set up on antler king food plot had our decoys out i had had the a lot of these birds on our spy point cameras pretty regular so we knew they were in the area and sure enough this old boss Gobbler comes in with a bunch of hens, and he sees that old DSD Jake decoy. Couldn't stand it. Comes running in, beats him up. I, I smoke him at uh, about 19 yards. The old Rete just hammers him. Uh, he had probably inch and a quarter spurs, 11-inch uh, beard, giant bird, like 21 pounds for our part of the world. That's that's a big one, 20, 20 pounds, I think. Um, usually, when we first got that property, the birds were – 
16, 17, 18 pounds, and they all have really good spurs over there, they're real sharp. And this bird would just, you know, between our, our, our protein feed that we feed deer all off season, our food plots, the bird size would just increase crazy. So this one was a little over 20 pounds. Um, then right off the roost, I think Kevin's son Kyler killed one, comes into the decoy. They had a couple more coming they didn't get a shot at. Then um, midday, I say midday, it was probably 2 in the afternoon, something in that ballpark. Kevin sets up on one of our Antler King food plots, puts his decoys out, calls, sees a bird cut in the corner of the patch, and decoys gets his attention. He comes charging in. He beats up the decoy, too. Kevin hammers him. Great bird as well. Um, I think he had right an 11-inch beard, too. Good spurs. Just, just a great bird. Then uh, the evening, getting closer to dark, Dad and I are set up, and we're watching trail cameras as well, and sure enough, bird shows up on the trail camera, so we slip around, we get set up on another spot. I, this bird comes in with a hen, and uh, I can tell the hen, she's going down to this creek bottom, that's where they roost, and it's getting kind of late. Sure enough, this, this gutter walks out in a little king food plot and starts strutting, doing his thing, and I start calling, I get him fired up, he starts gobbling. But he won't commit to the decoys. I don't know if he just wasn't a dominant bird or just had seen too much go down but he uh circles around comes in i mean he gets real tight to us and then starts going away i really couldn't get good video i just turned the camera and prayed for the best dad gets a shot gets him at probably about 40 yards and uh another great bird he's over 20 pounds just great up in the day i mean two fathers two sons four good buddies all shoot gobblers on opening day. I mean, that's what hunting camp's all about, right? Spending time out there with your family and friends and being successful is even better. But uh, we took some great pictures there in our camp and had the old gobblers strung up. And it was one of them for the books, I think. I don't know if we've ever had gotten four on opening day before in Georgia. I think we've done three before, but I don't think we've ever gotten four. I think we got four or five on opening weekend, but. Anyway, it was a good time. So that's that's basically how we kicked off Georgia. Then uh, a few days go by, and I'm back here at home, and our buddy Trey Weatherington, who lives a few miles from me, he calls me and said he's been on some birds. I said, man, I'll go video you, and let's go set up and see what happens. So we, we get out of this piece of property not far from where we live here and slip in there, get everything, get decoys set up, and find us a little shady spot. We sit down and start calling and not a whole lot happened. Hadn't seen any birds. And all of a sudden, a bird gobbles behind us at some geese that home. So, dadgum, they're close. And call a little bit. And they gobble again. Sure enough, here they come. They see the decoys. They come piling in. Two gobblers right to the DSD. They're about to beat him up. And I was like, Trey, you want to just, just get them. And so, we won two. And we boom. And we, we kill those two. And so, we've got two more gobblers down first week of the season it's just crazy so <laughs> i think our, our count now would be up to uh let's see that's eight and six it's 14 or 16 it's just crazy pace first couple weeks of the season so we take a little lull not a whole lot happening uh kevin slips down to florida he kills one on it by himself hunting down there on a little place that he's got so we're 17 like I said, it's just fairy tale turkey season, right? 
Then last leg of this journey was uh, a week or so ago now. Go out to Texas and fly out to Oklahoma City. Our buddy Chris Cooper picks me up at the airport. And ride over to North Texas to a place that we, with a buddy of ours, uh, Matt Hicks, that we mule deer hunted with. Uh, this past fall, and he kept telling us they had turkeys around there, and he said, yeah, nobody turkey hunts up here. So we said, oh, we'll come out and turkey hunt. So we lined us up a ranch, and I think it was 1,200, 1,400 acres. We get there, and, I mean, there's turkeys all over the place. So I'm like, man, this is going to be good. So first morning we get up, we, we set up a pop-up blind just because there's so many turkeys roosting in this area. We wanted to be able to get in and set up and kind of sneak in. And be hidden so it's me and chris and, and our buddy andy who's who's videoing and we all just kind of tuck in this blind like well we'll just see what happens and the first thing about it is we didn't have any decoys so not that i'm a 100 have to have decoys but it, i think it helps greatly especially if you're sitting in an open area you know set up somewhere that you know turkeys can see a long ways in, in any direction you have the decoys out in front of you at least lets them put uh, I guess a phase to the sound. So they hear you call and they can see the decoys and then they make the assumption, obviously, those are those turkeys and they come in or, or more likely to commit to the area. <clears throat> so anyway, we're sitting there and sure enough, man, these birds start pitching down off the roost and I don't know how many is out in front of us. It seemed like there was 30 or 40 birds out there. There's, you know, five or six, eight, ten gobblers or whatever. There's a ton of jakes. I think at one time on this trip, I counted 34 jakes, which is unreal uh which is going to be fun next year so we're sitting there and these the birds they we set up where they roost where they fly down and then they either go into one of three different directions either one's going to be straight at us and up this ridge up to where the hens are nesting and feeding up in these pastures and and there's there's some feeders in the on the property uh around in texas you can hunt right over feeder if you want to but um they're perfectly legal to have bait out in Texas for, for all animals. But anyway, we're, they're flying down. They're going all the different directions feeding, and they're just a line of turkeys coming to us. There's gobblers strutting, and we're trying to double. Chris and I are trying to do the you know one-two boom and both shoot one, get it out of the way first morning. Well, as luck has it, there's deer feeding around in front of us too, coming through down this little fence row, and we got deer in the way. We've got turkeys all in there tight. we got gobblers that we're letting go by because we're trying to shoot too. There's just too many turkeys in there. So the more that come in, the more we've got to battle um, as far as, you know, the shot. So anyway, long story short, finally I've, I've had enough. I said, as soon as one gobbler breaks off, we're going to kill one. So sure enough, one breaks off to our left. I shoot him. He, he piles up right there and, turkeys gobble and run off and do crazy stuff after a shot then these jakes come back in they're beating up the one i shot just being rude you know and some birds behind us start gobbling again so we start calling and sure enough here comes a gobbler comes around we're sitting on this fence and there's actually a little gate to our right so the gobbler goes out the gate he's going back down this dry creek bed to go with this other group of turkeys that's going off to our left and he's out there about 40 50 yards i guess and uh I tell Chris, I said, I'm going to cut at him real hard. And he's been gobbling every time I call. So when he gobbles again, sticks his head out, you kill him. So I cut at him, he gobbles, and boom, Chris piles him up. So there's two more down right there. I think we're up to 19. I don't even know where we're at. 
We're at a lot of gobblers down on video. <laughs> 17, 16, 18, something. <clears throat> so we get that done. Then uh, on, this, on this ranch, we've got to go up the hill a little bit to get good cell phone service. So Chris and I drive up the hill, um, check our phones, and we drive back down to the lodge. I said, hey, man, let's just ride around and see if we can find some more turkeys and make a plan. So we're driving around, and sure enough, we spot a gobbler. He's got three or four hens with him. He's blown up out in this food plot. So we, we sneak around, slip around, uh, come up this dry creek bed, run across a rattlesnake, which we didn't want to waste a $10 shotgun shell and turkey load to kill a rattlesnake so that one got a free pass unfortunately but anyway we're slipping around we get to this turn in the creek and i look up and there there's that gobbler he's full of strut and he's got hands right there with him so um we kind of did the old chalk call sneak on him but I, I, I filled my second turkey tag in texas with him no video no nothing just a good old <laughs> redneck turkey hunt i guess and, and that was as fun as it gets out there just if you can sneak up on a turkey, you've done something. Now, we did that. We shot him. And um, that's where I coined the phrase turkey butt because I threw him over my shoulder and walked back to the truck. And sure enough, I had blood all over my butt. So if you got a bloody butt after a turkey hunt from toting a gobbler out, you got a turkey butt. Congratulations. That's a good feeling. You can, your mama can wash those pants, I promise. So <laughs> get get that one taken care of. Get, get back to the camp. And uh, the wind just got unreal after that like the almost the rest of the whole trip the wind was, it was a battle the weather was a battle between rain and wind and storms and tornadoes and god knows what out there it, it was crazy running texas uh so we, we killed those three at that ranch we drive south on the next day i think we ended up driving about eight or nine hours south down to alice texas and met up with our, our guy lewis down there next morning we go out we're set up this piece probably hadn't been hunted all season. It's not a real big place, a couple hundred acres. And sure enough, there's there's birds on it. They start gobbling around and get get they get quiet. It was really weird. The air was real heavy, real muggy, kind of uncomfortable and sweaty to be honest with you. Not what you really want a turkey hunt in, but you gotta do what you gotta do. So we sat there and we decided to wait it out. He said, Man, I think they're gonna come in this area. We just gotta be patient. Sure enough, I'd I'd call every once in a while, we'd wait and call and wait. Finally, we look up. Here's a gobbler coming right down the road. Andy was, I was filming. Andy was hunting and Chris was hunting. And uh, Andy never killed a Rio. So I said, all right, buddy, you're up. Here he comes. This bird comes in. Boom, shoots him, piles him up. We're fist bumping. You know, good job. Got one, knocked the, knocked the ice off. And everybody's happy. And heck, we're, we're kind of talking. So look up and there's another gobbler coming down the road. Anyway, he, he sees something he doesn't like. He turns and kind of bails off. Then a hen's coming down the road. This hen's walking in. There's three gobblers behind her. So we're all freezing and scrambling. And I'm trying to get the camera on them or whatever. And I can't really move much. And they're about to leave. I said, Chris, shoot one. So Chris kills one. Giant gobbler. I mean, probably one of the biggest Rios I've ever seen in my life. He had inch and three-quarter spurs. Just a stud dinosaur of a turkey. So now we've got two more birds down. Got them on video. And that's my turn. <clears throat> we sneak around. We're checking these little little food plots, little cuts in the woods, and we uh, we, we see some tracks going down this road. We call nothing. We sneak around and look down this lane, and sure enough, there's two jakes and a gobbler. So we, we just kind of lay down in the road, and like I don't know, we don't have much of a plan. We're just trying to figure this thing out, and we start calling a little bit, and 
dang turkey starts walking right to us. All three of them walking right down the road. And Lewis, our guide, he's laying on his belly in front of me. And, I, and he's got a gray hat on. And the only thing I can figure is those turkeys thought his hat was a hen moving around and, and laying down on the ground like she's ready to breed or something. And they come right down the road. And they get about 10 yards. And I'm laying on my side, kind of weird angle. I said, well, it's now or never. And I ease up and I get my gun around. And I shoot one time. Gobbler hops up in the air. I shoot again, and he gobbles after the second shot. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I didn't cut a hair on him. And he goes out there about 100 yards and starts gobbling again, and then finally they walk off. I'm like, what in the world? And uh, first time I missed turkey in a long time. Um, but I look up, and I dead centered a mesquite limb twice on both shots, right in the middle of my pattern. So it was just a mess. So I'm kind of discouraged, but it's all right. The gobbler's okay. You know, him and the two jakes, they walk off. They're not, not a feather missing on them. So I'm like, well, at least I didn't, didn't wound him or anything. He'll play again later. Well, anyway, we go off. We, so we'll find another one. We ride around, get across this pasture. And sure enough, there's two gobblers in this pasture in there. They see us, and they walk off in the far corner, go in the woods. So we slip around and get on the other side, and we're going to check a few spots. We're walking around, and those birds start gobbling. So we work our way all the way back around. We get up to this fence um, on the edge of the pasture and look across there. And sure enough, I can see those two gobblers and they found two hens. And they're slipping towards this little pond. Little, there's a pond in front of us with the pond dam and they're going behind it. So I call to them and they gobble a little bit. <clears throat> but they're just focused on these hens. So Lewis has got one of these uh, collapsible turkey decoys. It looks like a, a strutting gobbler. I don't know who makes it, but... He pulls it out of this and said, man, pop that thing up where they can see that fan and let's see what they do. And he pops it up and they all, they stick their heads up and they're looking and I start calling and they gobble a little bit and they disappear behind this pond dam. Well, I'm like, well, that, that's not going to work. But the good thing we had going for us is, is past that pond down the road a little piece, we had the truck parked. And I think that helped us because when those turkeys got to that road, they saw the truck and they didn't spook, they just turned and started heading back towards our way from, from what I can understand. I couldn't see them behind the pond dam. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and the, and the hen comes right down the fence and she's coming kind of our direction. I'm like, well, that's good. Maybe the gobblers will be behind her. And sure enough, those gobblers pop up on this little pond dam and they see that decoy and I start calling to them again. And, and buddy, they're, they're both those heads colored up red, white and got wider and wider and, and the shoulders came up and they start running in. And I'm like, I am fixing to kill one of these gobblers. And sure enough, they're, they're just charging in. They're about 60, 70 yards, and they're coming hard. I'm like, I'm just going to let them get close. I'm you know, gas them right out here in front of me about 30 yards. Well, while all this is happening, the hen that we saw go by, she gets in the woods with us, and Andy's behind me a couple, three yards videoing. Well, we don't even see it, but this hen almost steps on his boot video. And when, when he sees her there, he scares, and he jumps a little bit, and she flies like she hops up in there and flies going over this fence and she's what she's doing is she's flying up and she's going to light back down in this pasture and when the gobblers see her fly she's going away from us they were coming towards me well now they're cutting across at an angle going towards her after she lands in the pasture and i'm like well it's now or never and i knew they were it was a good poke out there but i knew they were in range for for the retay and i'm shooting a retay masamari 20 gauge um, with a Jeb's 555 choke and TSS shot number nines. 55 yards, I pull the trigger, and this turkey is dead as a hammer. 
just plop, plopped him down right there in the pasture. Another good bird. He had, you know, inch and a quarter spurs, whatever. Just a heck of a Rio. They, they, the bad part about the video is they go right behind the decoy of the fan when I shoot. Like, you can't see the shot, but you can see them come across in front. But that's part of it. That, that's just, we had to adapt with that hunt. We had to move around. It was going to be right down to gun barrel, good stuff. And then when that hen got in her lap and flew, that kind of kind of messed those two gobblers up. So that's just what happens when you turkey hunting. So <laughs> another gobbler down. I don't even know where we're at in the county anymore. I've lost count. Uh, wrap up that place. Then uh, Chris and I go down and we meet up with a buddy, Mike McFerrin, down at the South Texas on their ranch and from Legends of the Fall. And we got a couple days left to turkey hunt. Go down there first morning. We go out. Uh, Georgia Kate, Mike, Bonnie's daughter, she's videoing for, for Chris and I. And we set up in this spot. Another pop up blind set up because down there, trust me, I would rather sit in a pop up blind in a chair than sit on the ground with rattlesnakes and mesquite bushes and thorns all in my butt. So that's what we decided to do. And birds were gobbling pretty decent. They were actually really weird down there. The wind was started blowing pretty bad. So it, it got kind of rough on us. But uh, first morning we go out, we set up. Uh, start calling birds start gobbling a little bit and sure enough look down this road and here comes four hens a jake and a gobbler full strut uh, hens come right into us and jake comes into the decoy the gobbler wants to be a gobbler of course and stay out a little further and he's probably 30 yards or so and i said all right we got good video yep boom i hammered him another great rio down i'm tagged out in texas so uh, it's just kind of been bam 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 all season and first day first kill so that's what we did then uh next morning we get up go out take chris out and we're set up in another spot and sure enough uh birds start hammering on the ridge from not too far away There's tons of birds in there most hens i've ever seen probably this late season in texas like that but they fly down and we're set up in this little little cattle gap <clears throat> by a windmill it's got a tank on a water hole and uh these birds start flying down there, filtering kind of around us. And sure enough, a gobbler comes out in that pasture towards that windmill. And we start calling. And he comes in, goes through the gate, comes into the decoy, sits there. And he's just pecking on that strutter decoy, pecking right in the head. Just keeps pecking and pecking and pecking. I said, all right, Chris, we got some footage. Let's kill him. And I cut at him. And I called to him. He won't pick his head up. And finally, I just say, hey, turkey, pick your head up. And right then, he picks his head up. And a daggum deer walks in front of us so Chris can't shoot. So we have to wait. And then Turkey just goes right back to pecking on the decoy. And finally, I cut at him. He sticks his head up. And, and Chris hammered him. I mean, another big gobbler. Really good spurs on him. And that wrapped up our, our Texas run of the gauntlet of turkey hunts. And I think we ended up with eight gobblers down. I think seven of the eight were on video. Just a great trip out there. Uh, ten days of, of pretty much running ragged on, on what I feel like. I'm still catching up on my sleep. But... It was a good run. That that that's basically the 2022 turkey season in a nutshell. Quick, short, and skinny rundown. And hopefully, you'll be able to see all these hunts, you know, coming on YouTube as we get them ready and our Roku channel, and then what you'll see on Back of His Life um, TV side on Sportsman Channel coming season. Uh, heck, 18, 19, whatever the crap we're on now. I think I think season 18. Wow, that's been a minute. So we're airing right now. You can catch us on Sportsman Channel on Saturdays um, through June, and then we switch over back to our prime time on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock on uh, G 
starting in July. <clears throat> and for those of y'all that have Pursuit Channel, you can start catching some of our older episodes on there. Uh, Waypoint TV, Hunt Channel. Good gosh, we got stuff all over the place. So that's the skinny. That's what we've been up to. We had a heck of a good turkey season. Um, I'll get Kevin back on here on the next podcast. I just wanted to hop on here right quick and give everybody an update since we hadn't recorded in a while. We're going to line up some more guests and kind of get back in our normal routine now that we've, we're decompressing from turkey season, I guess is the best way to put it. But uh, anyway, hope everybody out there is doing great. Hope you've been having a successful turkey season. Make sure you hop on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, whatever. Drop us a message. Send us some pictures. We want to see what you guys have been doing this this turkey season. Heck, yeah. Deer season will be here before long. Time to get to work in the woods. Got to got to grow some deer. They're already popping out antlers. Been seeing them on our spy points and looking good. Things are promising. Hopefully, they'll grow out and get some rain, and we'll have a heck of a deer season, too. Hopefully, it'll go just like turkey season. That'd be awesome. Can't ask for much more than that. All right, y'all. Michael Lee, thanks for hopping. Thanks for listening. If you need anything at all, drop us a line. Info at backwoodslife.com. We love to hear comments, feedbacks, and we'll catch you on the flip side.